one time we came home, we're pulling in the driveway and a cop pulled behind us and we're thinking, oh lord, what happened? Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have, for the second time ever, a cousin instead of an immediate family member, all the way from sunny South Florida, it's Clara. Clara, how you doing? I'm doing good, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing great. Aren't you just so excited to have the, the privilege of being on this amazing podcast? You know, I really am sad I wasn't the first, though. <laughs> well, you know, it's because th- this is what happens. If you go to PCC like Lizzie did, that's why we have this connection, because we're both, I don't know how you say this, alumni of the school. So if you go to PCC, then we would have that connection, too, and, and then we'd be better friends. It looks like I'm joining the squad, then. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So what what have what have you been up to recently? Anything exciting? What's this Saturday been like for you? Well, it's been raining all day. So it's been glorious and <laughs> lots of shopping and getting things done. Shopping? Yeah. What 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 kind of things do you need to shop for? It wasn't me. Uh-huh. It was the whole family spread around and did a couple errands. Fun stuff. Not too shabby. Now, uh, Jew is gone back to college by now, right? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, this podcast isn't about Jew. It's about you. So are you ready to hear about I am all ready. Things? All right. Here we go. So we'll start with first easy question for you. Ready for this? When and where were you born? I was born in Jupiter, Florida, and I've actually been living in the same house as I was born. I live in Hope. That's exciting. Town. Yes. yes. Pretty, pretty great. Yes. Um, and then you've got a couple of siblings, Juliana and then Emma. How much older is Juliana than you? Juliana's 21, and I'm 18. So we're like kind of four years apart, three and a half, four years. Okay. And then Emma is how much younger? She's three years apart. Okay, okay, Love. gotcha. So I'm I'm wondering because like I I feel bad about uh, like you guys are probably the cousins or some of the cousins that I know the most just because whenever we would come down to Florida, you're closer in age to us than you know some of the other ones. But um, you know I don't I don't know as much about you guys just because you were in Florida growing up and I was in Kentucky. So let's uh you you get to put your own spin in describing your sisters. So you can choose to be nice or or you can choose to be honest, either one. Um but how about what was what was Juliana like growing up? Well, growing up Juliana was always kind of like the older sister kind of mama bear version i guess Mm -hmm. you could say she kind of always came up with games for emma and i to play i remember 
we'd always Juliana would always come up we like we played restaurant we had a like little kind of like you know one of those little kitchens that kids have and mm -hmm. played post office she taught us how to create our own envelopes for the post office i was a post office she was a restaurant and emma and i would come over to a restaurant and <laughs> like literally climbing trees like we have this we used to have this huge tree in our backyard and it we had a shed under it and julian helped us create a pulley system to what? bring stuff up and we'd sit on top of the shed and julian was kind of like the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur that is genius. I didn't know you guys had a pulley system. I, I remember like when we came to visit a couple of times, we would do like, uh, I don't know, play house or whatever, but we would all have different jobs and like someone would be the banker and people fought over who got to be the banker because apparently we thought that was the richest person because they had all the money. But Absolutely. Yes. I didn't know about this pulley system. That's amazing. Yes. We even stuck our, we have a next door neighbor and she's between Julian and I's age and we put her dog in one of my mom's laundry baskets and pulled her up in it and brought her on top of the shed with us. Oh, my. Was your mom or uh, your neighbor's mom aware of this? My mom was after, okay. after we had done it. <laughs> How did she react? Was she good with that? She used my laundry basket. That's where my clean clothes go. <laughs> but, of course, we cleaned it out after that. <laughs> exactly. Very, very conscientious. Absolutely. Um, now, does does Jew have any of that uh, strain that plagues oldest siblings of being a little bit bossy? Yes. Yes. Always. <laughs> you know, it is. It's nice though because now, well, Emma's with us too all the time, and so yeah. then Julian and I are the oldest, and so when we get in the car, whoever doesn't have to get, no one wants to climb into the back of the car. So it's nice being the older sibling. <laughs> so it doesn't bother you as much because you just get to be bossy too. Is that what it is? It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about Emma? I, I feel bad for her now if you guys are bossing her around all the time. But what was what was Emma like growing up? She just came along with us and we all just got along together. She kind of just blended in and did her is independent. We're all pretty independent. But we all mesh together pretty well. Yes. Well, I, I can imagine a lot of that independence probably comes from uh, your your mom. You remind me so much of, um, like, looking at you whenever I was down in uh, Hope Sound over uh, Christmas break or whatever. I don't know if other people tell you this or not, but I hadn't seen you in a while. And, like, at first I thought Aunt Julie was there. And I was like, what? This is – but it was Clara. It wasn't Aunt Julie. <laughs> probably, yeah. probably you guys get that independence from – and uh, from your mom, maybe maybe your dad's like that too. I'm not sure, but I definitely see it in in your mom. I think we get it from both, but it's true. Everyone thinks I look like my mom. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. I like it. <laughs> She's who I strive to be like. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Did Did you have? Because it sounds like you and Jew and Emma are all uh, pretty pretty close as sisters. Um. What what was the change, I guess, whenever Jew went off to college? Because, like, whenever Becca and David were at home, me and Becca were probably closer than David and Becca were. And then I left for college, and Becca and David, in that one year, they got really close. So how, 
how do you think your relationship with Emma has changed with Juliana being off at uh, Liberty for the past few years? Um, I would say we are probably closer because Emma and I, I don't, we do everything together. We go to church together. She hangs out with me and my friends. I hang out with her and her friends sometimes. Like we do a lot. I pick her up and take her to school sometimes. So we do spend a lot of time together and it's nice. I'm happy to have that because going away to school next year and she'll yeah. be by herself home. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have that time. It is. It's cool to be able to hang out with her. Now, um, what were some other things that you guys like to do uh, growing up, either you or you with your sisters? So I know you like to um, uh, to play house or whatever with the different businesses and play in the tree in the backyard. But what other kinds of things did you guys like to do growing up? Went to the pool and the beach a lot. We always loved building sand castles and caves and everything and playing games in the pool. That was always a lot of fun, especially during the summer and stuff when it was really hot down here. Yeah. <laughs> nice way to cool off. Yes. Well, and that pool, because you guys don't have a pool at your house, but um, isn't it like a place that your mom works at that you guys are able to use the pool pretty often? Yes. Um, they ask us to use their pool because no one else is down there, and we go over and we use it, and we have a lot of fun doing so. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty pretty sweet deal i know i i remember one time that we came down and it was probably the same place whatever pool that we were down there with you guys one time uh, me beck and david were with uh, you and your sisters we were swimming around and this other person comes up uh that was on the property and they thought because my swimming trunks that i was wearing were like tan colored they thought i was swimming naked and they were very concerned but we we showed them this was not the case i indeed had clothing on and and everything was okay, <laughs> but I, I I still remember that from from hanging out with you guys. Oh, we had some good times there. Yeah. So how about whenever you didn't just get to to play and having to go to school first? Uh, where did you? Where have you gone to school in the past? Well, I went to Hope Sound Christian Academy from kindergarten to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And then I switched over to South Fork High School, which was a public school. It's one of the three in our area, and it's the one that I'm zoned for. Mm -hmm. And so I went there for one year, ninth grade, and then I went transferred to Clark, which is the school that I'm currently at now. And okay. Because it goes 10th through 12th. Gotcha. Now, um, have you? do you like school, and did you like it growing up? But growing up, I really didn't mind school. I feel like it wasn't until I got older that I kind of more almost enjoyed it because, like, the friends that I have now, like, I love going to school. I love all of my teachers and everything. I just hate studying. I don't mind yeah. homework. It's just, uh -huh. I don't. Sitting there for hours and studying, oh, it's so boring. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you said it's uh, really, like, the friends and the relationships that kind of switch you not you just being okay with school to where you had some really good friendships and then you liked it more yes because it's always nice to have a friend who can motivate you to do your homework and to study together like doing homework together and studying together is probably one of my favorite ways of studying because I feel like it helps me to learn more and kind of focus because it's someone to 
ask questions to and they can ask questions to you because someone might know something a little bit more than the other person does. Yeah. So it just kind of helps out. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, now, when when you were growing up and even now, do you have any subjects um, that really interest you in school? To be honest, I actually really like math. Okay. What what like um, what type of math? Do you like uh, geometry? Do you like algebra? Do you like all of it? Algebra, probably. I'm not a big graph person, and that was a lot in geometry. Yeah. And so <laughs> I love the equations. I can do those any day. <laughs> there you go. Pretty easy. See, I liked I liked math pretty well until I got to pre-cal. Once I got to pre-cal, it was over my head. And I took it once in high school, and then I took it once in college, and it didn't make sense either time. So I just like, all right, that was cool. Done with math now. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Not looking forward to it. Yeah. But I'm sure you're smarter than me. You'll be able to figure it out. I just, for some know. reason, didn't didn't really click with me on that aspect of it. So uh, did were you involved in any uh, clubs or uh, sports in school growing up or now? Um, well, growing up, I actually played violin in kindergarten and up until third grade. And I switched to piano. And I played that from third grade till I think it was 10th grade. Oh, okay. No, it was going into 11th grade, like the fall of 11th grade. I quit because school was becoming a lot because I was dual enrolling and just everything. And so I didn't really have much time to practice anymore. Yeah. Um, but clubs, I am president of student government at my school and i'm oh, cool. also part of prom committee this year i just started up awesome so what what is your role as uh president of the student student government at your school at clark well the main thing we focus on during the fall is we have a winter dance which is basically homecoming mm -hmm. and so we plan and decorate and organize all of that. We also do a thing called Pledge to Vote, which is trying to get all those people who are 16 and 17 to say that when they're turning 18 that they're going to register to vote. And yeah. That and just kind of being the voice of the school. Like I get up at assemblies and speak and we have character counts um, that we do, which is every month the student gets nominated for certain pillars and so we go through that and talk about it and makes it fun <laughs> yeah that's really awesome i didn't know you did all that that that's really cool i mean i i did student government stuff but it's much much different because i had like nine people in my class so <laughs> we didn't have a we didn't have a prom <laughs> planning committee we had uh our entire class was the prom planning committee because it wouldn't do much good to split it up <laughs> but you've just started up with i it's my first year doing prom committee so i have yet to see how it goes yeah so but you guys you said you're just now starting up with that getting uh ideas together and things yes we do have our theme it's masquerade and Ooh. after that i don't know well there you go <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about the prom that i was in charge of claire i would love to so I was the president of my junior class, and that means that I was in charge of the prom. And we had found a spot that we were going to be able to use for free 
because Kelly Berry was one of the girls in my class. Her dad's best friend had a barn that they had just used for a wedding, and we were going to use all those decorations they had, the burlap and the uh, the white fabric that came down from the ceiling, all in there already. Oh, that's so awesome. it was, yeah, was going to work out great. So with that, because we didn't have a very big budget, with the extra money, we were going to go and um, get a DJ and then be able to turn a profit, because theoretically, prom was supposed to be kind of a fundraiser although it never is it's just like you break even and that's what it is with ticket prices um well we get the dj and i delegated to somebody else in the class i don't think it was her fault but when i delegated it to her just assume that on the day of prom that the dj would show up well i get there helping to set everything up an hour before when the dj is supposed to be there no sign of them 30 minutes before no sign of them I'm getting worried. I'm asking my friend that's supposed to be taking care of this to go, you know, talk to the DJ and stuff. I get on the phone with him. He had, he was like 45 minutes away, thought that it was at some other place. He never ends up showing up. So we have to get oh a sound system. Goodness. Yeah. We had to go grab a sound system from uh, the principal's church and hook it up. The good thing was most everybody was late because they all went to eat at the same place and it um, took a long time there. So we just had Spotify playing instead of the DJ, which worked out okay. But <laughs> that was that was my experience <laughs> of, of planning prom. So if your DJ shows up, I'll say that you've done better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't handle the DJ part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ho hopefully it works out. Just make sure make sure they know where they're supposed to be and when they're supposed to be there. I'll tell the person who's in charge to email it to them about five times. There you go. Sounds good. You mentioned earlier about one of the things you really like about school now is the relationships that you've built. So I want to ask about teachers first. Do you have any teachers, whether it's in high school or was before that, that really kind of inspired you either in a certain subject or just really helped you to become a better student or a better person? Um. Yes, I would probably say my math teacher just because I've had her since I started, she's just kind of like, she's always that teacher, you have a question, like, she will help you with anything. And also, my um, my counselor has always had her door open. Anyone can just walk in and just talk to her. She'll kind of, like, drop what she's doing or just keep going, and you just talk to her. And my friends and I just always go in and hang out in there. She has couches and beanbag chairs and just different things to go mess around with. And we always, it's kind of like our little hangout spot, I guess you could say. And that just yeah. kind of built more relationships. And she just kind of like gave us advice on everything. Like applying to college was like huge for me this year. Like trying to mm -hmm. figure out where to go and everything. You ask her a question. She's like, here's you go. Here's the link you put your laptop or whatever in front of her and she'll literally help you do it right then and there. It's that was one thing I absolutely loved because any question she, she answers it immediately. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's a big blessing. Um, and you said, mention about looking for schools and stuff. How's that school search uh, going? You have it narrowed down to just a couple. I have it narrowed down to one, actually. Even I will better. be, I do. I will be attending Pensacola christian college in the fall really that is so I, cool clara yep I'm are you gonna excited so. yeah now are you gonna be able i mean i mean if lizzie could survive and david and becca could then i'm sure you'll be fine but 
How do you feel about the rules? Was that something that you had to uh, think through before deciding that's where you wanted to go? Um, I knew about the. I mean, I've been to it, went to your graduation, saw it for there, then, and then also when Juliana was looking for colleges, we went and toured it there time as well. So I kind of always known. I guess you just kind of have to live by it. Yeah. You know, you're only there for a short time. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Well, can I ask uh, what made you decide on PCC? Because you're going to be a nurse, right? So is it the nursing program that that was the big draw? That was the really big draw. The nursing program, it's so good. Like, how could you say no? <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I know. I'm sure Becca will be really excited to have you there. And then. Um, I mean, for all, as far as I know, Lizzie's planning on sticking around cause she's been teaching there this year. So that'd be cool. Um, and then I am David, excited. Yeah. I'm happy Becca's doing the same program cause she's a little bit ahead. So maybe she can help me out with a few <laughs> things. <laughs> That's what it is. It's really just, you have told her <laughs> she's got to keep all the notes that she had and, and pass them along to you so that you can do well on the classes. I see what's going on here. <laughs> no, but also it's nice. I mean, how many people can say, oh, I went to college with my cousins? Yeah. Like, that's pretty, pretty rare. So, I mean, it's nice because we don't really see each other like every single day. So it's nice that, you know, I go there and I'll be literally able to see them every single day. So, yeah. And like I said, you you'll have, you'll have at least, well, at the most, I guess you'll have three because Beck will be there. Uh, Lizzie's teaching there right now. And then, uh, David Knapp is there too, so that'll be that'll be cool. But well, I'm excited for. It. I it didn't know. Be. I didn't know you had uh, decided that's what you're doing. That's really neat. Yep, I'm excited. Cool. <laughs> Have you put any thought towards? Are you going to try to uh, work on campus while you're there? Um, I have thought about it. I am actually not going to. Okay. Um. Yes, because. I my parents just want me to focus on school while I'm there because I do know that their nursing program is going to be pretty hard. Yeah. And I also work during the summer, so that helps pay for school and my parents are also going to be helping me out. That'll be awesome. Yeah, and make sure I'm sure you know all about this, but make sure you get in on that uh fourth year free thing. I think they're still doing it. Um, I literally just looked into that today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. That is an amazing thing. I can't believe that, that they do that, but that helped me out so much, you know, whenever I was going to school. So it's a, it's a great deal. Oh, I bet. I am about to email my counselor on that so I can get the information sent to me and signing up for it. There you go. Sounds good. Well, let's uh, switch gears for just a second and, and talk about instead of school, um, I want to know, what was it like uh, for you growing up? What what different churches have you guys attended since you've been around? Well, at first, we went to Hope Sound Bible Church. Um, you know, both of our parents kind of grew up in that with that. And mm -hmm. then around first grade, so I was, I think I was six, we switched to Christ Fellowship, the uh -huh. Gardens campus, uh, fell in love with it. And then about two years ago, yes, two years ago, in fact, um, they just had their anniversary. Um, they said they were opening a campus in Jupiter. 
Yeah. And it's literally 15 minutes from us instead of 30 minute drive. And yeah. So we were like, let's go help start up Jupiter campus. <laughs> and so we did. And I have made amazing friends from there as well. And our church has a missions trip that they do every year for middle school and high school students. Uh-huh. And absolutely love doing that i've been doing it since sixth grade and it's been a blast so you've you've gone on a missions trip every year then since sixth grade that what you're saying yes every summer awesome is it that do they go to the same places or is it different every year same place where's that it's in belglade florida okay yeah yep they started to just build it up and they help out the schools there and the community and just everything that is so cool, Clara. Tell me a little bit about, um, like, has has that changed your outlook on just, like, the the different p- types of people that are around or what it means to be a Christian? Like, how, how has going on those missions trips affected you? Um, it definitely opened my eyes more. I, I mean, like, I've always grown up with, in a Christian household. Like, mm-hmm. I've always gone to church, you know. Um, we have devotions um, as a family, like we always pray together. And my parents just always like, you know, just put that in our lives. And I've honestly enjoyed it. Like, I love going to church every Sunday. I absolutely yeah. love it. I go to church on Wednesdays, too. That was just something we've always done. And I've always just like enjoyed it. Yeah. And I would say probably between sixth and seventh grade that it kind of like going on those missions trips, you kind of like realized, oh my goodness, like it kind of like put it in a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was when I like really grew more as a Christian and just developed more of that faith. Yeah, that's awesome. And I I mean, that that makes me excited because, Clara, like the whole reason that I'm out here in Utah is because I went on a missions trip out here right before I went to college. And it kind of like stuck in my head for a few years that if I had the chance, I'd love to come back out. So, yeah, I any anytime that anybody gets to go on a missions trip, I think that's just uh, an an awesome thing because it it opens you up to different different worldviews, different uh, ways that people do things, different places, putting your faith into practice as opposed to it just being, you know, a Sunday thing. So that's awesome. Um, that's that's neat that you've been able to do that. Yep. Yeah. But you said that uh, your faith probably became more real in like sixth, seventh grade going um, on those trips and things like that. Um, when would you say, so that's, that's your faith becoming more real, but would you say that, um, or when would you say that you got saved? When did you become a Christian? That summer. When that I summer? Went to Glade. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. Just, I don't know. It just, you know, it just hit me and I was just like, yep, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause, and I think that's a amazing testimony to your parents too. Cause you hear of so many, you know, young people today that what you were saying, how, you know, you're always in church. It's the opposite reaction. Like the reaction of a lot of people are like, you know, I want to rebel against what my parents have taught me and I don't want to do this church thing. That's their thing. And I don't want to do it, but that's, that's neat that, you know, for you, it's been something that you really enjoy. And I think that's a, a great credit to your mom and dad, probably. Absolutely. They've taught me well. <laughs> yeah. 
So I know something else that they've taught you well because um, you have the I know the Hobbs blood for sure, and then I'm sure that uh, Boyers is just as good at at being hard workers. But I know that they've taught you that. So um, throughout your years in middle school or high school, um, what what kind of jobs do you do uh, for work around there? Because uh, um, just uh, talk to that. Um. Every summer, actually, um, this summer will be my fifth year going. I go to Nantucket, Massachusetts, and I nanny for about a month and a half um, with a family that I've been, I babysat for Mm -hmm. them when I was in eighth grade. And then the summer after that was when I started going. And also when they come down for like Thanksgiving and Christmas and everything, I babysit for them and a few other families on Jupiter Island. And the same family that I nanny for, I also walk her dogs. Yeah. Well, cool. That's awesome. You like, you like doing that work? I do. It's actually really enjoyable. And I have been with the same kids for so long and it's so awesome because I've watched them kind of grow up and watch their families their family get bigger as they just had two more kids so it's really exciting to see like their family like grow and like the kids are like absolutely one of my favorite they're so fun to be around so yeah that's really neat um now now I will tell you one of the things that I'm I'm jealous about uh for what you've had the opportunity to do is just the fact that you live um in florida near grandma and papa and i feel like you guys have had a chance to know them a lot better and to do a lot more things with them than uh than you know maybe my immediate family has been able to do um so what 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 kind of cool things if you look back on the years of stuff that you've been able to do with grandma and papa or both of them um, what kind of sticks out to you? Any any cool stories or cool trips? Um, yes, actually. Well, last Christmas, in fact, we went out to Arizona and Papa and Grandma surprised us and came back and we got to spend Christmas with them, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, and also, um, when we were little, Grandma would take all three of us and go up to Tennessee with her. And that was always super fun to do because um, I drive up there and sometimes we'd fly up and we'd see Aunt Mandy when she lived in Tennessee as well. And uh-huh. Papa would fly up and meet us there. And it was just nice to spend like with your grandparents, you know, like it was kind of like away from home. So it was kind of like that personal time with them. And also, um, I remember Papa would call up my dad and be like, oh, hey, do the girls want to come with me? I'm going to pick up plants or whatever, run yeah. a few errands, and love doing that. That was all always nice to do because it was that time to talk to him and, like, learn how he grew up, like, when he started the business and just, like, him moving and going living in Arizona and how his life was then when he was younger and it was always fun and 
afterwards, Papa always loved getting Frosties, and we'd always get Frosties <laughs> afterwards. That was fun, too. So don't don't fib, Clara. That was the real reason you were going on these trips, because you knew when you got plants, you were getting Frosties. No, that's not. <laughs> Sometimes we didn't, but it was just that it was that nice time just like to spend with them and seeing how yeah. like they grew up like it's yeah. so different like we live in a completely different world now and seeing how everyone like grew up in different ways that to me is something that's so cool to find out how everyone just a little different yeah well and i tell you that's really uh part of the whole reason why i wanted to do this podcast is i'm hoping i haven't done it yet but i'm hoping to get grandma and papa and then my other grandparents, you know, on the phone to be able to do interviews like this. Cause I just feel like, especially with grandma and Papa Hobbs, like I've been able to spend a lot of time with them and it's awesome how they can travel so much and come see us whenever we were in Kentucky and things like that. Um, but I get, you know, a very abbreviated uh, version of, you know, the, the, the runs to go get plants and uh, things like that with them. So uh, that that's been part of my goal with the podcast is so I can, have a reason to ask them those stories, you know, that you got to hear uh, whenever you were growing up with them around. Absolutely. It's definitely special. It's a nice experience to be able to have your grandparents around and especially live so close. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, how about, um, I want to ask you about your, your parents, uh, growing up. What, um, what, what relationship, uh, do you think you, what type of relationship did you have with your parents? Were you a, a daddy's girl? Uh, were you more of a, a mama's girl or what, what was that like growing up? Um, I think I'm both actually. I mean, I feel like I have the best of both worlds. I mean, I'm really close with my dad. I mean, I'm really close with my mom. Yeah. They're my biggest support system. I can come with them with any problem and they always give me a solution and encouraging word or pray over me and any with anything that, that I have. So it's always been nice to like have both of them and just they've set such a wonderful example for me to follow that it's like perfect. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh stories that stick out to you with either your mom or your dad any I, I would love embarrassing stories would be great or just a time that you really cherish that you had with them uh growing up um some of my favorite ones are going to i feel like it all goes back to just the pool and the beach because we live in such a hot location that yeah you gotta cool off um but we would always, we still do, we play Marco Polo, which is like, oh my goodness, one of my like favorite things to do. <laughs> um, my dad is always it because, I don't know, he's like super fast and because everyone else will cheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you know that everyone else is going to cheat. <laughs> exactly. So no one else is allowed to be it because we're automatically going to cheat, you know? We oh, can all man. open our eyes under in the water. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> Except for him, he won't cheat, and he always, I always, my Juliana or Emma always get picked first, and, or second, and then my mom usually gets picked third, or, or sorry, fourth or fifth. It's between me and my mom who get picked last because <laughs> my mom cheats ninety percent of the time. <laughs> what does that say about you, Clara? Does that mean you cheat ninety percent of the time? 
No, only 70%. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> At least you're not the worst. <laughs> no, but it, it is a lot of fun. I do enjoy doing that and going to the beach. And we also like kayaking. That's one thing we all do as a family is we like going out on the water and soaking up some sun. Yep, yep. <laughs> Now, what about that? The last member of your family that I don't think we've mentioned yet. Do you guys still have that dog, Orlando? We do still have that dog. <laughs> he is my favorite thing. When we <laughs> How oh long have you guys goodness. had him? Um, I want to say eight years, but I don't actually know how old he is. It's <laughs> awful, but when I think it's around September is his birthday. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll just we'll just keep celebrating it until December hits, and we know wise very wise now do y'all still y'all yeah. were mean to him i remember whenever we would come over there like just hitting on him are you still mean to orlando he needs he no, love clara we were never mean he i do feel like he likes me the most just a little bit because i'm the one who will go sit there and just pet on him for like hours because as soon as you start petting a dog i swear you cannot stop mm -hmm. they will keep nudging you and nudging you and it can go on for at least two hours if you don't like stop stop yeah <laughs> gotta be careful boundaries with those dogs i know well are you going to be able to survive with not having orlando around whenever you go off to school I don't think so. I'm going to need at least weekly FaceTime videos. <laughs> with the dog? <laughs> yes, with the dog. Oh, dear. <laughs> or at least just a few pictures now and then. Oh, I goodness. guess. I guess. No, but he is a really good dog. He is. Anytime anyone knocks at the door, Orlando just barks and someone's there and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize anyone was ho here or home or anything. <laughs> Now is he is he a good guard dog? Because I know that we had when we had uh, Emma um, that little black lab that Natalia had for a while. Uh, whenever we were growing up, that she was a terrible guard dog. She might bark, but when she barked, it was like very soft, and she was backing away from the people. So, <laughs> is is Orlando any better than that? Uh, to be honest, he is. It's crazy. Um, uh, one time we came home where pulling in the driveway and a cop pulled behind us and we're thinking oh lord what happened <laughs> and we're thinking mom did you go five miles over the speed limit <laughs> is that a normal thing is that what you're saying <laughs> no five miles over is legal i checked the handbook <laughs> <laughs> but and we're thinking what happened and the cop comes up and he said someone because we have a gate around our backyard and they said someone went through your gate we got a call from one of your neighbors and someone was walking through your property and we're thinking no one was supposed to come today this is so, so crazy and orlando was in the house and we go inside the house and the cop was like oh please go check it in make sure you have everything whatever whatever and so we went in and all of our doors or windows we have near our dining room table and the french doors that go out to the back had like all slobber from him because he was barking and <laughs> as soon as we went to the door he got really like he has this like super deep bark and everything uh -huh. and 
because he was like, someone is coming into my house and that is is not allowed. And the cop was like, oh, is your dog okay? safe? Like, he was getting scared because he thought I was going to come get him. But we're like, no, it's fine. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad he's a better uh, guard dog than some of the dogs that uh, we have had before growing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a good dog, really good dog. I'm good. Now I want to uh, wrap up with just a couple more questions. First, I'm curious. So, like the the time of life that you're in, and I guess you know I'm kind of in the same period. It's super exciting because like we have you know, theoretically our entire lives ahead of us. And this is where we're going to be making decisions of what our plans are for the future and stuff like that. Um, so walk me through how much have you thought about like the things that you want to do in the future, whether, you know, I know you're going, you, you're going to go to PCC, you want to be a nurse. Um, but any, any other plans or dreams for the future besides that, that you'd like to do if you get the chance? Oh my goodness. Yes. I've, probably planned out my life for about the past five years <laughs> um, I have so many dreams um one of them I would love to I want to go to college of course and graduate with my nursing degree but then yeah. my dream dream would probably be to move to Seattle Washington okay and live there for maybe I want to say three years because I feel like if you lived in a place for two three years you can really say you like live there and know the area yeah because you know i feel like if you were like oh i only lived there for half a year they're like uh -huh. okay then you really don't know anything you don't know <laughs> like the culture and the whole like everything so i gotta live there for three years at least so that okay. way i can say yeah i lived there for three years and i know this place so i'll give you some recommendations now what's and so exciting about what's so exciting about seattle have you been there before and you just liked it no I've never been there, but I okay. want to go so badly because I live in the south of the United States and I want to go northwest. That's right. We can we can be we can be out west together and we can be relatively close. So everything here is so far away. I'm only one state over from where my fiance lives, but like it's still eight and a half hours to get there. So but if you come oh out, my goodness. I'll, I'll come visit you in, in Seattle. OK. Okay, good. <laughs> so what other big plans? What other big plans do you have? Um, I would just say after that, probably moving around a little bit just because I want to get a feel for different places because I've grown up in the same place yeah. my whole life so far. So it's, I think it's super fun to experience different places um, because I do love traveling. And then I do want to move back home, you know, probably or in the same area like when i get married and start having kids and everything because yeah. i think it'd be it's i mean i've loved growing up with parent grandparents right down the street and i'd love for my kids to be able to do the same thing as well so yeah i think it'd be pretty nice to come back come back to florida yeah that would be cool that sounds it sounds like a plan i know uh Becca has told me before that when she gets her degree she would like to do that uh traveling nursing thing for a while where I think it's like six months, six month contracts, but you can renew them or something. But that because she wants to travel some um, before before settling down. Uh, we could be traveling buddies. There you go. Sounds like a plan. What um what what are some of your favorite places that you have traveled before? Um, 
Well, Arizona, I absolutely uh-huh. love that because I love the cactuses. And also Vermont. I loved the hiking. See, now you got me now you've got me really jealous because I I have my goal is to be all 50 states. And I've been to Arizona, but I the only state I have not been to east of the Mississippi is Vermont. Mom and dad um and us three younger kids were up there while dad was doing a job in Boston. And one day we drove around to a bunch of the different states and somehow we missed Vermont. So that's that's the How one. How do you miss Vermont? I don't know. That's the <laughs> one state I haven't been to, east of Mississippi. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you like the hiking up there? Yes, loved it. And I love, like, the cool weather and the nighttime. Like, it's just beautiful. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just beautiful. And it's so different from here. Like, Mm -hmm. the people are different. I love that. So, I don't know. Those are probably my two favorite vacation spot states. So That's neat. Well, I've got a a map up in my uh, living room that's a scratch-off map of the world. And you, like, scratch off places that you've been to. Yeah, so... I'll, if you don't already have one, I'll get you one, and then we'll race and see who can get to all 50 states first. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to have to hurry up and start traveling now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got a little bit of a jump. So, <laughs> Hampshire, I think, is my state that I haven't been to on the east okay. side. Gotcha. So <laughs> I'm going to go there, and you go to Vermont, and, we'll be, and then whoever can go to the west wins. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's my – that's, you know – I mean, I, I feel called out here, and I'm glad that I'm here in, in Utah. But one big benefit is most of the states I haven't been to are in, like, the Northwest, and that's pretty much where I am. <laughs> so it'll be a lot easier to visit them than if I were living in Florida or Kentucky. You're right. Start traveling now. Here we go. But Well, I, I want to finish up with uh, with one more question for you. Um, you can take this in, in any direction you want to, but – um, I want to know, you know, obviously you have been blessed just like I have been blessed with, you know, great parents, a great uh, family heritage, especially with, um, you know, grandma and papa and just the way that they live their lives and are good Christian people. But what would you say um, are the the couple of things that if you haven't learned anything else from your uh, from your parents, that those are the things that they've taught you? Um, I would say honoring God, like one of my mom's sayings is like, if you don't honor God, then how is is he going to help you when you need it? Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of like has always stuck out to me, like making sure like, you know, you read your Bible and you're praying and you're like doing all this because when it comes time, like, and you really need God to be there for like, so you're know, like going in for this huge, oh, I wasn't able to like study as much as I was supposed to, you know, maybe God can help you like instead of like B or something like, you know, like something so minor that like can make such a huge difference or something like that. I feel like that stuck out to me. That's like one of the big things my parents taught me is I feel like to always honor God because, you know, I guess that's what we're put on this earth. Yeah, sounds like some pretty good advice. If you can't honor God, then I don't know why why we're living the lives that we're living. Exactly. 
<laughs> well, Clara, I really appreciate you taking the time to be able to to do this interview with me. And uh, I'm excited for you for this next season, for you to finish planning that prom for your school, to head off to Pensacola in the fall. And uh, I think you got great things ahead for you. Well, thank you very much for having me, Andrew. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah. And, and we've enjoyed having you. And for those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. Please join us again next week for another guest as we continue to learn more about our family. Until then, toodles. Toodles.